adventure cast it is let me get my levels up it is there we go there we go uh by the way i strive to have orish fears levels and that's about it Ooh, there's something i want to talk about you real quick that i'll probably bring up with my wife when she gets in here um i'll wait it's a little maybe too much right off the fucking bat uh still vlogging still losing weight i'm gonna do away and maybe i'll do away with you guys so you can hear it first and then Post it on the vlog later. I'm going to get coffee from Starbucks. My wife's trying to introduce me to this new app. App. This new app. That you can down. You can pay for it on the app. And then show them your phone. And then scan your phone. And then as they scan your phone. That's how you pay for it. Hey babe. How, can you show me how to do it? Can you just order it on the phone. Instead of showing me how to do it. Because I don't think I. It's something like. Uh, like. Uh, I put in my code. Well, yeah, because I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to buy it. Yeah, but you don't, you don't have to. You can just pay. You can walk up there and. Order. I know, but can you pre-order and it'll be ready when I get there? You can, but. Well, that's the interesting thing about this app, right? I don't know what you want, so you oh. got to go through there and find what. You well, what want. do you want? I want a brewed coffee. I want a brewed coffee too. We want two venti blondes, pike roasts. Featured dark roast because I like dark. I'll take a featured dark roast too, but I want a venti. So add another item. Yeah, but you just got grandi. That's what I want. I want venti. Okay, now you got directions to the store. Add another item. Brewed coffee. coffee, dark roast venti. Where is it? I don't see it. Uh, coffee traveler decaf pike, decaf pike, dark, dark roast venti. Right there. A traveler, maybe that's a box. You gotta give me the box. No. We're so not so we have some for the rest of the day. Bert, okay. Like Twelve. Cups okay. Of fine. Fine. In fine. There. Fine. Fine. See, that is the problem. I don't know how to make it a vent. Oh, venti. That's what it says. Yeah. Coffee traveler. Hang on. I think you got the traveler too. I hate to say. No, I got this. I pushed this one. Let's see what happens when you push this one. See how much it is. It's only five calories. Well, yeah, it's coffee. I know. Go it's back to the. Confusing. Order. <laughs> this give it to me. I'll figure it out. That's why I don't ever order with it. Do you just have money? Do you just have cash, and then I can just pay for it like a well, don't you have cash? like it's the eighteen hundreds? I don't have cash on me. Right. I've been finding cash in my pocket. Okay. It, it, see that app is fucking confusing as shit. Fuck them! If I'm gonna pay with my pocket. Oh, hold on! I want to make breakfast. I want to make breakfast burritos. I just want a cup of coffee. I'm going to. Okay. Okay, then make them chocolate chip pancakes. Okay, then and bacon. I need coffee. Is there any way you could? I'll come in and get the money. God damn it, man. I feel like I just got fucking Jedi mind tricked. All I wanted was a cup of coffee. That's all I want is a cup of coffee. She bought these half calves for pods. God damn it. I felt like I was like literally minutes away from a cup of coffee. Now I feel like I'm miles away from a cup of coffee. I've never, this is, by the way, this is how I felt about learning in school. 
like, no, it's easy. I'll show you. You just take notes. And then I just get confused as shit. I'd be like, what do I, I could never discern what to write down when I took notes. I was like, do I write down everything she says? Or like, how do I know what are the important words? How do you do notes? Like I still to this day, I don't understand about taking notes. Oh shit, I just dropped my phone. I still don't understand about taking notes. I can listen, but that's about it. And I'm not even really a good listener. We had jury selection, jury duty. Judges don't take shit from anyone. Like if you think your wife is like kind of like a a rigid fighter and and like kind of a little little like you're nitpicking, man. You watch a judge take apart a lie. Judges are fucking fascinating. Like I want to hang out with some judges because this guy. Man, this one guy tried to get out of it because it was a knife case. He's like, oh, stab in a knife with a knife or whatever. And the judge is just like, I'll get to that. He's like, right now we're just finding out, do you have any grown adults you live with? What do you do for a living? Where do you live? Have you ever served on a jury? And how's that? Did you reach a verdict? And the guy's like jumped in with the story. So the judge already sniffs out bullshit. So the next round he goes, has anyone been a part of a violent crime that would inhibit them from being fair in this trial? Juror number four. <laughs> like, by the judge is like, ah, you're up, asshole. What is it? And the guy's like, you can tell someone's lying because they start going into a great detail that doesn't matter sometimes. Like, the guy's like, guy's like, well, I had bought a house in the city of industry. My wife thought it would be a good idea that we both lived down there. And it was dark and it was, you know, I was brand new to the neighborhood. Like, all this judge is like, get to the point. And out of nowhere, a man jumped out. Wanted to rob me, and I fought him off, and he stabbed me, and I still have the scars. I mean, there's, and it, like, he's, like, pointing to his arm, like, the, you know, the judge is 30 feet away, pointing to his arm, right? I mean, take a look at this. And the judge is like, no, no, I, I believe you. Did you go to the hospital? Uh, no. Was there an incident report written of this? No. There's no incident report? You didn't go to the hospital, so you didn't need stitches? No. And then the judge says, did you take care of it with Band-Aids? busted busted oh guy was like yes so you took it so theoretically the guy pulled out a knife and he scraped you up a little bit well i mean i definitely was stabbed no i know that that's what they call it on the police report but you weren't technically stabbed next and then man here's the other thing i written this is my other insight of jury duty other than judges being badass the average person uh in america claims to have such an amazing life online like when you go to their instagram or their facebook holy shit it is just littered with the most amazing things they've ever done i swim with dolphins my buddy's got a yacht did you here's me in my pool or you can't really tell if it's my pool but here's my family we're in the pool margaritas mexico look at the sunset that's brenda can you believe this? My life is fucking fantastic. Listen, I'm not shitting on you if you do it. I do it too. I actually curbed myself from doing it too much because I found that people were disliking me because I was I do lead a pretty fucking fantastic life for usually what is six months of the year. I travel the world. And so I actually stopped posting pictures that were fucking fantastic. So I was like, people are going to dislike me. They're going to be like, we get it, Bert. Your life's awesome. 
I'm not going to go see your shows. I'm not going to watch your show. You've got it too good. Enjoy your fucking life enough. Arriba dirty. So I stopped. Man, then you go to jury duty, it's the exact opposite. I mean, the polar opposite. Everyone's like, I live with my parents. I'm, I, uh, I've got hardship. On, uh, we, we're, we're hand to mouth. We're really hand to mouth. My dad is disabled. I care for him. Um, I'm his sole provider. If I don't go to work, then, uh, then the whole family falls apart and we lose our house. And, and judge, of course, sees through that shit. Do you pay rent to your parents? Well, no. So your parents are affording the house by themselves. Is your dad re- disabled? Is he retired? No. Does he still work? Yeah. So he's disabled, but he still works, and you're a sole provider? I'm sorry. What does your dad do? Well, um, he right now, he's on leave. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. You're staying. Um, I was attacked four times. I've Someone tried to murder my wife twice. What? Someone tried to murder my wife twice. Holy shit. At two times. At two times when you when someone's tried to kill you twice, it's you. It's you. It's like everyone is allowed one time where they've tried to be murdered, where someone tries to murder you. That is a hundred percent understandable. If that is if anyone's ever tried to murder you, my heart goes out to you. So hardcore you have no fucking idea. The problem is if someone tries to murder you again, that's you. It's the Charlie Sheen effect means if bad shit keeps happening to you, sometimes you got to look in the mirror and go, hey, man, what am I doing to get people to want to murder me? Like, and people, you know, it's funny to me is that I have this. I do this. I have like a, I should get coffee. I want fucking coffee. I have a, um, I have a spiel. I did it to that Maasai chief that I drank goat's blood with. When he asked if I was famous, I did my spiel. Um... In 1997, Rolling Stone magazine discovered me, wrote a six-and-a-half-page article. There's details in my spiel that I like to put in because I don't want to undersell my details. In 1996, Rolling Stone magazine. I, I, I say Rolling Stone magazine in case some fucking moron thinks the band. Rolling Stone magazine discovered me and called me the number one party animal in the country. They wrote a six-and-a-half-page article about me calling me the number one party animal in the country. Uh, Oliver Stone option the rest of my life. I moved to New York, started doing stand-up. Like, there's, I, It's a spiel. And you could hear people's misery spiel. I was, uh, a man approached her in a dark alley, pulled out a gun, shot her. The bullet is still lodged in her clavicle. I mean, it was like, I was like, whoa. And I, I, I'm not shitting on, I, I like that. I welcome, I welcome honesty. And that's what everyone brings to jury duty is the most miserable, honest side of the, the most honest, miserable side of their lives. This is who I am. Do you have a girlfriend? No, I'm single. Like, no, like, well, I'm kind of hooking up with this chick. Uh-uh, I'm single. Do you live with anyone? I live with my brother and my mother. Do you, the best is when people pitch it and they slip, flip it and they go, oh, uh, do you live with your parents? No, my mom lives with me. <laughs> that means that their mom no longer pays rent and they pay the rent. My mom lives with me. I, I got to be honest with you. 80% of the people live with their parents. And that's just the truth. There's a lawyer. She lived with her parents. I was blown away. I was like... She was hot as shit, too. Uh, I'm a lawyer. What kind of law do you do? Do you work for a big firm or a small firm? Small firm. But she said, boutique. Oh, okay, boutique agency. The judge is like, mm, bullshit word. We can just fucking... Objection, Your Honor. Sustained. Um, but everyone lives with their parents. I started thinking, man, I'd fucking... 
I'm a real success story. Like I like I'm sitting there going, I do what I do for a living. It's really fun. And I don't live with my parents. I have not been attacked. Um, no one's tried to murder me. Uh, I'm don't have it. My family still supports themselves. No one's on disability. Uh, the I mean the jobs. Everyone's jobs were pretty. I was actually impressed by everyone's jobs. To be dead honest with you, um, guy was an engineer. There was like they had some high end jobs. I, by the way, I think I can totally talk about this because it's just jury duty. It's not the case. And by the way, I was never part of the case, so I was never a juror. So you can talk about your experience on jury, jury duty. The time I went to jury duty before that, I was put on the jury. Not not like I ended up getting acquitted. Not acquitted. Uh, <laughs> I ended up getting dismissed. But I, I was juror number two. Juror number one was an overweight black woman. <laughs> and the when you go into jury duty, the, uh, the uh, defendant is sitting at the table. And he was a thugged out. Uh, Mexican dude, like tattoos on his eye, over his eyebrow, across his neck. And as we sat down, we sat down at the same time. The fat, the overweight black woman just sits down. And as her body like like hits the chair and releases all the air that's inside the chair, kind of comes out, you hear her just go, guilty. <laughs> ah. All right, I'm going to get some coffee. The Adventure Cast has already started. Then we'll finish up talking about Maybe we'll talk about jury duty. We're going to talk about Propecia, definitely, because I have a fear that I'm going to lose my dick. All right. Today's sponsor of the podcast is Cadillac. Check out the first ever 2016 CT6. The Prestige Sedan has been reinvented. With the first ever CT6, Cadillac embarks on a bold journey that sets new standards for excellence. Innovatively engineered and beautifully handcrafted, the CT6 combines advanced technology with breathtaking designs. Its meticulously detailed interior is unrivaled as a whole. The CT6 interior environment is expertly handcrafted with the finest craftsmanship and highest quality materials. With Bose Panerai sound system and extended comfort seats, it is unrivaled in the market. The exterior is impossible to ignore. The latest embodiment of Cadillac's commitment to ambitious goals, the CT6, fittingly, is stunning to behold. Its low stance and strong lines are complemented by bold design elements like the iconic signature vertical light systems and integrated rear spoilers. When combined, these elements create a breathtaking presence. Connect with your local CT6 consultant at any of the many Cadillac dealerships or go to Cadillac.com. Tell them Bert sent you. Have you ever tried caviar? We'll go to trytocaviar.com. <laughs> I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm sorry. I was going to do, I was bored editing this and I was like, oh, what I'll do is I'll put in these bullshit fucking ads where other people think I've got Cadillac and caviar to sponsor my podcast. But I couldn't fucking do it. I couldn't fucking do it. I'm sorry. Fuck it. Enjoy the podcast. All right, we're back. The adventure cast is on. I wish that. Can I tell you something? Uh, Zoom. Oh, I can tell that my levels are high because I can see the red lights blinking. I didn't know that's what that was. It's still blinking. All right. Good morning, chicks. Let's get some money from the old lady. Get some fucking coffee, and then I'll take you guys to Starbucks. There's weather in LA. It rained last night. I fucking love it. I love when it rains. It's like there's something real for once in the city of. Hey, baby, do you have cash? Right there on the hut. Oh, nice. Just a uh, oh, dark roast, right? She's in a bad mood. 
Um, it's going to seem like Starbucks is in my backyard. It's not. Uh, let's see. What the fuck did I do with that key? Good morning, chickaroos. The chicks are out in the backyard. Leanne loves these fucking chickens. I'm going to have to put you into my pocket soon because... Opening my gate with one hand. It'd be great if I run into Brody. Although I'm going to guess Brody's not awake this early. Alright. We're off. I wish Yum Yum Donuts was in our backyard. I fucking love donuts, by the way. I haven't had fucking bread in probably forever. I'm putting sunglasses on. I haven't had bread in fucking forever. Man, no one is out. It is early. And it's like, you can see your breath and everything's soaking wet. It's the greatest feeling in LA when everything's soaking wet. When it rains, the skies are so blue. Everything's clean because everything's covered in dust because it doesn't rain much. So everything normally is covered in dust and it's like, then the rain takes that all down, cleans it up. It's like a porn star. Good morning. All right, same dude. Always smoking cigars. All right, we're going to my pocket. Mastiff. Oh, nice, man. Oh, my God. Absolutely beautiful. Look at the feet. Oh, yeah. He's six months right now. Oh, dear Lord. Did you get pet insurance? Uh, get pet insurance. Yeah, we got it. Get pet insurance. Uh, my bull Mastiff had problems with her yes. knee. Oh, no, with her knees. Oh, okay. it, was a, it was just something that no one could have seen coming. But we spent a lot of money. So it's the biggest thing, the biggest mistake we made. Yeah. Especially in big dogs. Oh, yeah. Enjoy. Thanks. And don't let him sleep in bed with you. <laughs> oh, sure, go ahead. No, no, no. Please. No, sure. It's just, it should be like super similar. 
because I almost ordered like 32 ounces of coffee, like the Traveler. I almost ordered one of those because I couldn't find a venti. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. Keep an eye out. Definitely don't do that, right? Yeah. Have a beautiful day. I think we're both having a beautiful day. It's raining in LA. Can it get better? Oh my gosh, I know. You have a great night. You too. Happy holidays. Thanks Happy holidays. crazy in there. Alright. I wish I could have you not in my hip. Why am I smoking a cigar this morning? I smoked one last night. Probably shouldn't smoke two and back to back. I'll probably smoke one tonight. We have a party today, a birthday party for a 10 year old, 9 year old. I guess she's turning 10. I should know. We've been dating for years, me and this girl. We're only two, but it's behind Leanne's back kidding obviously I'm so fucking is it, you know what podcasting has done it's made people really I hope you can still hear me you're still in my pocket it's made people really conscious of how they're perceived like someone someone will say uh, yeah I'm not a fan of grout work I know I'm about to hear it from everyone who does grout in their thing they're like fuck you grout's the best <laughs> like people are, aren't just saying things flippantly when I was younger I had Tina Davis was trying to get into the Olympics for archery. And I found out that archery was like, I don't know, I made a, I made some crack about archery based on something I saw, I heard. It was half, it was like literally half the information. But I made some crack about archery. And man, these bow hunters, like, target's on you, fat boy. You're fucking dead, man. I'll fucking kill you. We'll see how good our aim is. I was like, wow, I, maybe I should have heard both sides of the story. What's that? I'm talking to my podcast. Where's the microphone? It's in my pocket. I just ran into uh, Marcus from our kids go to scam school. He was listening to, he listened to the podcast. Marcus, who? Yeah, Marcus. He's, I don't know, he's a really good looking guy. He, lo- he looks like he's in really good shape. This just came out really gay. Sorry, Marcus. I'm going back into the man cave. Oh, I got the cake pops for the girls. 
Is George up? Nope. All right. Okay. I think we've wrapped up everything we need to talk about with jury duty. Now that I got coffee, I want to revisit that subject. Okay. Back in the man cave. Oh, shit, yeah. All right, I'm going to pull back. I'm going to put the microphone back in because I think it's better audio. And you tell me what's better audio. And by the way, please tell me how I can fix my audio so that you can like my podcast more. Because I know that it my levels have been off. And Ari does some peak shit. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know. Having a podcast, a lot of fucking work. A lot of work. Did you notice that I just switched microphones? Can you tell? I hope you can tell. Um, oh, shit, I'm running out of battery. Uh, it'll tell me when I'm out of battery, and that's when the podcast is over. Uh, I should turn this around so that I can see this better. I don't need, It doesn't need to be upside down. Um, so, yeah, I think that wipes it out for jury duty. Just how lucky I am and how lucky we all are. Literally sit there and think to yourself, Either A, I'm in the group of everybody, I'm living with my parents and I'm out of work and I don't have a girlfriend and I've been attacked twice, or B, I'm not living with my parents, I've been attacked twice and I have a girlfriend, or C, I just got out of a relationship, I'm about to get attacked twice and I don't, <laughs> uh, I think I'm moving back in with my parents. And you're like, well, I, you know, things can only go up. <laughs> Mr. Kreiser, can you tell us, or no, juror number 12, this is what you're not supposed to do. My name's Albert Kreischer. Uh, sir, you're not supposed to say your name. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Uh, I am a... By the way, and I, I can't help this. I can't help but upsell my life. I'm a stand-up comedian. I have a couple TV shows. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with me? Why can't I just be like... this? If you asked anyone else, they'd be like, I'm an entertainer. You know, they're not like, I'm an entertainer. Uh, I... Uh, I uh, live with my two daughters and my wife. Uh, I have never served on a jury, uh, but I really want to because I have some fucking, I've got an extra grind. <laughs> That's what you shouldn't do. All right. What was the next subject? I want? Oh, Propecia. I'm thinking about taking Propecia. Okay. Let me tell you, this is my argument pro and con very quickly. Um, I have a very happy sex life. I have a very active sex life. You probably don't need to know that, but I'm telling you anyway. My wife and I are very, uh, I still see her, and I, I have to justify this, and I'll tell this in a secret way. I'm sure she'll hear it somehow. Someone will share it with her. Um, on paper, the guy I used to be, the guy I was all growing up, the guy I was in college, the guy I was in high school, on paper... I should not still be in love with this woman on paper. I was, I am very shallow. Like if a girl gained any weight, I would, I was out. I was out emotionally. I couldn't help it. A lot of times I'd stay, all the times I'd stay in the relationship because I was too much of a coward to break up with someone. And I would just hate, make them hate me until they broke up with me. But I was, I was, I was very superficial. If any, if I saw any flaw, I was out. If I met a girl and she had a flaw, I couldn't. I just emotionally was out. I'm not saying that I was a shallow person. I'd say something negative. I just was out. Now, my wife's had two kids. There's, it, things don't look like they did when I, I've done this on stage before. But doesn't she's not rocking the original rims and tires. But I am, I, for some reason, and this is what confuses me, and, and, and I confuse me. I'm being very honest right now, so please don't uh, try to assume what I'm saying 
other than what I'm saying. Uh, but what confuses me is that I'm really attracted to her. Like I, I see my wife, and and just by on paper, she is a twelve years older than when I met her. And I guess that's love. I guess that's love. But but a part of this love is I am like this morning I, she was she had her calf out of her sweatpants and she was sleeping and it just looks sexy to me. And then I grabbed her calf and she like made like a but I grabbed her calf and was rubbing her calf and I thought I was like God damn it I still fucking am really attracted to this woman like to the point she's made this comment her and Christina Pajinsky have made, both made this comment. I think Tom's this way too. When Leanne gets changed, I turn into this like, I'm like, whoa, what do we got over there? You know, like literally, I'm like, she says she feels like a bunny and I'm a bear and I'm just hunting bunnies. Uh, and it's 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 been somewhat problematic because I would have sex every single day if I could. I probably would, I would de- maybe not every single day because it doesn't come up every single day, but I would definitely have it twice a week if I could. And And a lot of times we have it twice a week. A lot of times. Um, once again, not, I shouldn't be sharing all of this, but this is, I'm getting to a point. Um, I go in, I had a, I don't know, I don't think I've told anyone this, but I had a lump on my head. Uh, the doctor was concerned. They removed it. They were concerned it was cancer. Uh, it was not cancer. Uh, it's interesting. They don't, I, if I was a doctor, I'd only call with the good news and email the bad news. Apparently they just email the good news and call with the bad news i'd fucking be like nah you should get an email uh <laughs> subject line your cancer um but no they just send an email saying it was okay the doctor i said told the doctor i've been on rogaine for 20 some odd years <laughs> the doctor was like okay well why don't you know what if you're really concerned about your hair loss why don't you take propecia too i was like really she's like, yeah it's i mean it works and I was like, really? She's like, yeah, yeah, take Propecia. I said, what about side effects? She goes, nah, nominal. I was like, really? She goes, nominal. I mean, if some guys have problems with lack of sexual drive, you're 43. So, I mean, I don't, like, literally almost like, what What do you care? I don't, I don't know how active my doctor is sexually. She's pretty fucking hot. I will tell you that. Um, uh, really hot. Yeah, like, and her husband is a doctor, too. So, they make doctor sex where they examine each other's bodies. She prescribes, prescribes me Propecia. I then bring it up to a couple friends. Uh, and they're like, don't do it. It's a dick killer. Fucking ruins your sexual drive. Ruins your dick. Do not do it. Now, I'm sure they're saying half the time it ruins your dick. They're not saying all the time. I'm assuming that. I don't know. Uh, and I'm not going to out my friends for having taken it. Although they'd probably tell you who they were. But that's not my place. I learned the hard way. I was about to tell you the person's name. I learned the hard way when I was a young comic. Someone confided in me that they were on Propecia. And I told another comic. And then that comic went to the other comic. And then that comic came up to me and was like, dude, it was a fucking secret. Um, but I thought to myself, maybe that'll be good in our marriage. Is if I was less sexualized. So in a weird way, I was like, maybe this pill will help. Maybe my wife will feel like she can get dressed in the house without me being like, oh, what do we got here? There's tigers in these woods. You know, Tiger Woods, there is one. I always say that there is one. I don't know why I always say that, but I always go, there is one. Um, There was one. I I I don't remember what movie that's from. There was one. I wish I could remember what movie that's from. There was one. So, um... 
I thought maybe that'll help our relationship. Maybe if I was scaled back 50%, maybe my wife would feel more comfortable. I could do stuff like sit on the couch and watch TV with her as opposed to like sitting on the couch. And if she snuggles, I'm like, oh, okay, I want to fuck. If, if she cuddles with me, I'm like, eh, pretty much I know what happens next. I know where this is going. I've watched enough movies, enough pornography where a pizza guy is about to walk in and me and you are about to... I go mouth to ass. Um, I don't know why I said mouth to ass. But my point is, I thought it would be helpful in our relationship. And I could grow hair, and I'd have a full head of hair, and I'd be like a regular person. Like the regular people that just have sex once a month or twice a month. By the way, uh, tweet me and tell me how many times you have sex. Just tell me because I'm interested. Because I have it – a national average is six times a month. Um the joke I used to make is I'm below the national average for paraplegics. Wah, wah. Uh, the, but my average is higher. We're probably higher. We're probably definitely six times a month higher than that. But maybe if I could just go lower and then everyone would be happy. And I don't know. Women's sex drive. I talked about it with Kathy Frumpkin. You might recognize her from such hits as a uh, woman's book club. Um, I talked about Kathy Frumpkin. She's like a woman's sex sex drives when they get older is just less. Mine is skyrocketed. I don't know why. I don't know if it's my testosterone. I don't know if this stuff fucks with your testosterone, and that's why you grow hair. I don't know. I know that my testosterone is bad for like losing weight. I don't want to lift weights. I don't want to run. I just can eat healthy these days. So that's been the biggest uh, problem I have is that do I take this and cut it in half? Here's the other question. Say I cut my, testo- my, my sex drive in half, and I no longer see her in the closet like <laughs> – peeking into the closet and hiding to get dressed and I see an ass cheek and I literally get turned on right away. What if I start seeing her as just, oh, whatever. Uh, Get into the closet. Don't bring that shit into the bedroom. Get in the closet with that. Ugh, no sex drive. I don't want to see that shit. What if that happens? That's my fear. And then what if I get disinterested in this marriage? My wife's like, no, what doesn't just stop taking the pill? Oh, what you don't know is once you've seen Mecca, you can't go back. Once you've, once you've seen the atrocities of war, you're never the same. So once I see, and by the way, I don't, I've never been to war, so I, don't, I really shouldn't say that statement. But that's what I've read in books or heard in Steven Spielberg movies. Once you've seen the atrocities of war, it's, it's not the same. Once I've seen you naked and I'm not attracted to it, because I, I have no sex drive, and I go, ah, you know, it only work. I, I, gotta, I, gotta, I got a sweet spot here. I don't, I'm only 25% of what I used to be sexually. In order to hit that 25, I got to get the fucking Dalai Lama of sex. I need I need fucking next level young 23 just out of a out of a soul cycle class, sweating but like on her top lip, but her top lip looks pouty and blonde hair that has blue highlights with a with a fucking no crease. That's the one woman, that's a woman thing right there is a crease in the center of her chest. <laughs> Where there used to be cleavage, there's now creasage. I don't want creasage. I want fucking brand new chest. I want brand new uncreased chest. No creases. My wife's boobs are still pretty fucking awesome. But now I want tighter. I want higher and tighter. I want perky. I want perky like rubbernecking, getting into a car accident because they're so perky. I want Adam Sandler cast you in a movie. They're that perky. And he didn't even look at your face. He just saw your boobs and thought you'd be good for hot chick running number three. This coffee's hot as fuck. 
Like, what if I see that? What if I see the atrocities of my real life? What if all of a sudden, like, my rose-colored glasses that I've been living in are now gone? They're taken, they're removed from my face by this Propecia, and now I got a full head of hair. I got a full fucking head of hair. I only want the fucking caviar because apparently pot roast doesn't do it for this kid anymore. I want high-end caviar and filet. And then my wife's sitting there like, well, just stop taking the pill. I don't want to stop taking the pill. I got a full fucking head of hair. It's not my fault that only fucking, only young DJs that play in Ibiza who aren't really great DJs, but they're so hot, people let them play, turn me on. By the way, I'm speaking very specifically of one fucking person. And if you can figure that person out, you win a Hurt Burt uh, catalog, series, CDV, DVD. You don't. I'm, that's, you don't win anything. That's what turns me on now is young DJs that I possibly, now I make enough money where if I leave this family, I can buy, I can at least rent a pretty nice boat and go out to Ibiza and be able to take her and her friends out on a boat and we'll go sail surfing or windsurfing. And her friends will be like, ah, he's old. He's got a full head of air. I mean, don't get me wrong. He looks like Michael Douglas for Christ's sakes. He's a little overweight, but he's in a Speedo. It's funny. We're all laughing. He still parties. Oh God. Oh yes, kids. Oh, he's such a guy. I bet he's such a great dad. Oh, I bet he's such a great dad. That's my fear, is that'll be my life. And by the way, I'm very happy. You heard how happy I woke up this morning. Had a great fucking morning. This is my life right now, highly sexualized. I'm at a fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm overcharged. I got a Hemi in this bitch. And I, I don't want to get rid of it, but I also wouldn't mind a full head of hair. Best case scenario, full head of hair, 100% sexualized, and I'm still attacking my wife when she goes to try to change into a bathing suit at the beach. And I'm like, don't you need sunscreen on your underparts? Is your bathing suit SPF? She's like, front bottoms, fine, do them. So that's where my head's at today. Jury duty, Propecia, morning excursion. The girls are in bed, in our bed. I got kicked out of bed, so the all Lily Fromkin's spending the night. So and it's creepy for me to get in, like, be in bed with a child. So I had to get out of bed and... Come to the man cave because chicks run this shit. By the way, I took up leather working, leather shop, leathery, leathery. What's it called? Let's ask Siri. Siri, what's it called when you work with leather? Who, me? Yeah. Who the fuck do you think I was talking to? Yeah, who the fuck did you think I was talking to? There's no need for that. All right, I've about had it with this attitude. I want one simple question answered. What's it called when you work with leather? Who, me? Say who, me again and see what fucking happens. I'd blush if I could. Siri? I'm about yes, to. Yes, Bert. I want to know what is someone who works with leather called? Checking on that. Thank you. Here's That's what I found on the web for I want to know what is someone who works with leather called? Oh, they're called a saddle maker. That's not what I wanted. A tanner. That's it. A tanner. But I'm not a tanner. That was the wrong answer. That was a long way to get there, huh? Fucking Siri. <clears throat> I've been my therapist 
yes, I'm in therapy. Um, and I think it works. I don't know if it works, to be honest with you. All I know is I'm pretty fucking happy. But I'm always fucking happy. My therapist, okay, you want to real quick, we'll, we'll whittle apart this little fucking shit show that is me and how my brain works. I'm a workaholic. I didn't know I was a workaholic. It crept up on me. I'm an aholic. That's, I'm a number one aholic. I'm a foodaholic. I'm probably a boozeaholic. I won't say alcoholics that has bad connotations. I'm a boozeaholic. I'm a workoutaholic. My sisters used to call me hypogymnastic. Because when I'm not drinking, I see downtime as the time I could get on the treadmill and walk and watch TV. If I want to watch TV, I'm not going to sit on the couch and do it. I just don't. I get on the treadmill and walk. Um, walking helps me come up with ideas. and ideas. I'm a, I'm a comedy-aholic. And so my therapist said, maybe you need a hobby. And I said, okay. I said, I have a hobby. Uh, vlogging is my hobby. He's like, that's not a hobby. That's your work. I said, no, not really. He said, no, technically it's your work. I said, okay. Stand up. Writing jokes is my hobby. He was like, that's not your hobby. That's work. I said, yeah, but I really enjoy it. And he said, no, but... And I know what he's saying, and I don't think he understands this, but I do get obsessive about uh, about jokes where I can't turn it off and I can't shut the fuck up in my head about rewhittling a joke. The joke I wrote yesterday was... Um, oh, I, I mean, I, I, but I, the thing is, is I worked this joke in my head maybe for... 20 minutes before I tweeted it because so my wife said it and I thought that was funny and then I was like oh I'm going to tweet that but as I wrote it it doesn't come out the way so and that's how I work a joke and that's how I work a story by the way I'm obsessed right now with the new way of telling a story um uh let's see my wife just yelled it's wake and bake it's a wake and bake Saturday in the Chrysler household she meant chocolate chip muffins that that she said that that's exactly how it happened, but it takes me forever to mull it over and find the perfect way to say it. So I'm a joke like I literally sit and think of material all day long, and if anything happens, I assume it's great material. If coffee, my biggest problem with coffee is that I fucking start drinking coffee and I can't stop. I, and then I get shaky, and then I'm like, fuck, I gotta take a Xanax. So he said, no, joke writing isn't your hobby. I said, working out? And he goes, no, that's not a hobby either. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you should enroll in like a jujitsu class or something. I was like, well, I already, I already explored that avenue, and I can't. I'm not the kind of guy that can just have a black eye and fucking be like, oh, okay, this is part of me now because I'm. I gotta go to work, and I don't want to knock my teeth out and be like, no, that's fine. I'll fifteen hundred bucks to just replace a tooth is fine. So I was like, I don't know if I want to get into martial arts <laughs> at forty three. He's like, what have you wanted to do? And it's so funny. I've always wanted to work with leather, like make leather goods. Make wallets, make book, uh, joke book, covers. I've always wanted to do it. And so it came out very quick. I said, work with leather. He was like, uh, okay. So I went to this leather shop, and I got like a, a square yard, a lot of leather. I got a lot of leather, like maybe five feet of leather. Um, really good leather, like baseball glove leather. And uh, like I like that kind of leather. And then I got all the, I got the scissors, I got the, the hole punches for the for the for the waxed the beetle the beeswaxed thread. I got the beeswax thread. I got uh, some needles, and I and I I didn't use a template. I just decided what I wanted my fanny pack to. Look, I want, by the way, I'm also obsessed with fanny packs. What I wanted my fanny pack to look like, and I figured out how to do it. I just figured it out in my head, and it was fun. It was fun trying to figure out and trial and error. All that was really fun, and I had a really good time doing it. And I built half a fanny pack. 
and then I got a top for the panty fanny pack, and it looks pretty badass, although I'm not totally certain how I'm going to put it on, but it looks pretty badass, and I got a clasp for the fanny pack. I'm like, this is going to be a badass fucking fanny pack. And then I was like, and then, and then I turned it into work, and then I'm like, oh, you know what I could do? Because I was really, what's amazing to me is as I had this hobby of working with this leather, I wasn't talking in my head. I wasn't thinking of jokes. I wasn't thinking of anything other than get this needle through that hole. And it really kind of cleared my head for the day. I I started doing it at 10 o'clock in the morning, and at 5 o'clock, I stopped. I didn't eat. I literally just sat and worked with leather all day. And it was funny because you could scare the shit out of me. Because if you walked up, I didn't even see you. Like, I was so focused on this leather. My fingers were sore. I felt accomplished. I'm almost done my fanny pack. I'm going to finish it out today. And then I was like, oh, what I'll do is I'll just, maybe I'll give this to somebody. Maybe I'll just, maybe I'll sell it at a show. Like, I'm not going to give it away because I paid money for the leather. Like, I'd love to be so rich that I could just fucking tear through my budget and make everyone leather stuff. But I was like, maybe I'll just sell it at cost or for a little bit more and and because the leather was kind of expensive and it's good leather but i did stain it with my tongue a little bit because i licked it because it got dirt on it and i thought i could lick the dirt off and then so now there's a a tongue mark of where i licked it twice i licked it twice and then the isla came in and was like why don't you just lick the whole thing (laughs) so it all looks similar i was like oh it'd be a weird way to did you guys what did you do did you did you did you finish this leather? I licked it. I licked the whole thing. That's what you're seeing. It's my spit. Oh, wow, that's nice. It's it. That's what the strokes are. That's. I was wondering. It's like one-inch strokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they're smaller at the end because it's my tip of my tongue. So then I'm like talking to Kathy Frumpkin last night. I went to the Frumpkins last night for dinner. We had great tuna and uh, broccoli. It was a fucking amazing dinner. Had a, got a couple glasses of wine. And I started thinking what I could do because I was really relaxed. I could bring these leather goods on on a plane i'll make what i'll do is i'll cut out a few card holding wallets i have this idea of how i want a wallet to look and i'll make a few wallets and then i'll just i'll stamp it out i'll put all the holes where i need to do it and then i'll just bring my thread and my needle and i'll sew wallets while i'm flying and i said that would be really relaxing that would be really relaxing i was like yeah that's what i'm gonna do and then Kathy's like, isn't this supposed to be a hobby? Because I start doing the math. I'm like, all right. Say I make, I hand make, and I stamp. Now I'm like, all right, now I want to emboss this leather. I'm going to I'm gonna make an embossing thing or like a, like a, one of those things. And I'll start, and I'll make, or maybe I'll just get like a soldering iron. And in really hot thing, I'll just write Bert at the very bottom corner. And you know that you have a handmade wallet from Bert. And people that are in need of a new wallet will be like, hey, you know what? I'll get it for a present for my husband. Or my, maybe I'll get a fucking wallet for Bert, from Bert. And it, the flaws and the lick marks, it's all funny things. People, oh, nice wallet. Where'd you get it? Oh, you know the comedian Bert Kreischer? He's got anxiety, so he makes these on planes. And I was at one of his shows, and I picked one up. It's a great wallet. Really nice leather. The stitching is a little off. I can see that now. But it's really great. And this is my build. I have like a way I want to do a bill hold, bill fold in it. But not a bill fold. It's just going to be another strap of leather you can shove your money under. And I was like, because I was like, I bet I could do that. And and I, and I, so I'm like, I okay, if I can make, I go, if I can make 10 of these a show and 10 of these a week, I could sell 10, maybe I could sell them for like, and Kathy's like, I thought this was supposed to be a hobby. 
I said, well, yeah, well, I'm not going to do it if I can't make money from it. Like, but then all of a sudden, I'm going to just workaholic again. Fuck, this is a long solo podcast. All right, I'm going to go. I'm going to, I'm going to, I actually, I, what happened, all this leather talk makes me want to finish my fanny pack. So I'm going to finish my fanny pack. I'm going to post this right now. My podcast is supposed to be a hobby. This is actually per- fairly fair therapeutic. There was one? What? Oh, uh, Stripes. It's Stripes. I thought I might as well join before I get drafted. Son, there ain't no draft. There was one? <laughs> Isn't that great? We came full circle and figured it out. All right, I'm going to post this all together. I'm going to cut out one part, I'm sure, uh, where I wax poetically about the justice system, which I'm sure would be construed one way or the other. I'll probably just take that out, or maybe I won't. Maybe I'll leave that in. All right, I hope everyone has an absolute what the fuck is that? I hope everyone has an absolute fantastic day. This is Sunday. This is Sunday. I hope you have a great week. Happy Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays. Ah, if you're Jewish, it already happened. So I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the new people. And Merry Christmas for all those people waiting for Christmas. Happy New Year's. Uh, I'll probably do another podcast this week. Oh, I'll release another one. I'm going to release the one with either Joey Diaz or Doug Benson or Jimmy Tangle. Uh, I'll release one of those this week, but this one's going up right now. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.